You're listening to the Nth Cast. This is episode six. Somehow we didn't chase you off with Robot Week. You're back with us. But topic two may make you decide to leave forever. Or temporarily. Till next week. Yeah. Don't leave forever. No, please don't. Stay with us this week. Please well, the don't. topic is dystopia. <sighs> Whose brilliant idea was that? I th- we felt it was a natural we? segue. Yes, we. We? We felt, okay. We were spitballing ideas, and I said dystopia, and you said, you know what? That sounds awesome. Let's oh, do dystopia. I did say that. So you I? agreed. But it's a natural segue from robots. It is. Dystopia. They they usually go hand in hand. Maybe they're tied together in some way, and we wanted some sequential order. I don't know. That's, just, dy- what, that's what we landed on. The dystopia I dream of will have robots in it. Yes, it will. It will. Mine will as well. So we're going to start off this week with an introduction to dystopia. We're not going to beat it up too much because no. there's there's so many examples within this realm, uh, within literature, movies, TV, sure, even music, that we're going to have plenty, plenty of material to mind. Right. So what what is what is dystopia? What is dystopia? Well, I think before we talk about dystopia, we should tell them who we are. I'm Josh. I'm JD. Welcome to the Nth Cast. Thanks for the reminder. You're welcome. They haven't forgotten who we are, but our new listeners maybe wanted to know our names. I bet they've been trying to forget who we are. Yeah. Well, they will soon. Well, dystopia, it's really been prevalent today in pop culture and media and just the world around. So you you kind of have an idea of what it is, but we're going to give you like the actual definition or the definition that you could find if you Googled dystopia. Well, it's the opposite of utopia, right? I would agree. Yes. Right. It is the actual it's opposite. That whole prefix of dis versus you versus. So we're going to diss like you. Diss <laughs> you. Diss you. So what college did you go to? Dis you. No, uh, you went to dis you. Did you? You went to dis. No, you. I went to f you. That's right. That's where I went. <laughs> I have a master's degree from there. And that's school. what everyone's saying right now. Yeah. F, f this. You. All right. Well, dystopia. <laughs> literally, and I'm going to use the term literally because I hate it when people say literally. And r- picture me using finger quotes. I literally hate that you're using the term literally. Well, you've just literally used it literally <laughs> twice. So what it means is not good place or. Um, when it was originally, it was coined by John Stuart Mill in uh, 1868, um, and he was talking about the opposite of utopia. So it was the opposite of utopia, not good place, or an imagined bad place. Because u- utopia would be something more of a paradise, uh, uh, a heaven on earth, Shangri-La Elysium type scenario, right? Yes, whereas dystopia would be, be none of those things. The opposite. <laughs> the opposite of those you know, things. And it's usually there's something that's really bad. So like Cleveland. <laughs> or <laughs> the mistake on the lake is, <laughs> are we going there? <laughs> well, they have LeBron now, so it's a uh, – wow. So Cleveland. Okay. <laughs> 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 and they've got Johnny Football, but they've got everything going for him. So <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> wow. hey, Cleveland, we love you. 
you know, we're making enemies in Cleveland already. It's a factory of sadness is the what it is. The mistake on the lake. But you st- <laughs> dystopia. Um, you know, it's characterized usually by human misery, oppression, a lot of disease, overcrowding. And usually there's something really bad that's going on, maybe an oppressive government uh, there's some post-apocalyptic event has occurred and everybody's just fighting for survival. Is that what you think of when you think of dystopia or am I generalizing well, too there's, much? No, there's three, I think, distinct things that I think of when I think of dystopia, which I try not to think of it that often. <laughs> That's uh, probably wise. <laughs> um, like you said, everything is generally bad. Probably, I mean – in the sense that for the common man, at least, mm-hmm. the situation is pretty dire. dire. You don't it, – it's just ugly. There's nothing good that's happening in your life uh, around you. Uh, there, there's a totalitarian government system in place mm-hmm. that that basically requires subs, subservient, uh, uh, complete obedience uh, to its – well, its demands its and rule. its rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the environment is pretty crappy. Um, typically, yes. Yeah, typically because uh, it's typically it's post-apocalyptic. So yes. something's like said, happened. Something, that's something's changed happened. Yeah. Uh, but I think along with that is that there's a, even a fear of the environment and things that are not um, uh, you know Straight line, mm-hmm. right? So straight line thought seems to be a common theme that I see. Uh, so anything that's organic or, or anything in nature, because nature doesn't have straight, tends to not have straight lines. Truly. You know? Roots and trees grow in all kinds of different directions. Wherever and, it's easiest to go. Right. Rivers and creeks mm-hmm. have bends and twists and turns. And whereas in in these scenarios, everything tends to be very, very orderly and very straight line and... Uh, that naturally I think we're designed to not think in a, uh, or, or avoid straight line type things. Uh, side note, uh, uh, Chinese architecture, Japanese architecture, mm-hmm. they believed that um, evil spirits traveled in straight lines. And that's why and they so, design things the way they do. Yeah. So if you look at the way that their structures are, there are no, their bridges, the bridges are arched. They are. Their roofs are have the curves, have and, curves mm-hmm. and dips. Nothing is straight lined. It's very interesting. So That's interesting. So when I think of dystopia, I think everything's pretty bad. You're under the thumb of the government. The environment is there. There's there is no environment really to speak of, and if there is. People kind of uh, shun it because it's 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 a fearful thing. It's harsh because it's not orderly. It's chaotic. Right. Mm, okay. All right. So and those the, are the type, type of things that I think of. Yeah, and when I think of dystopia, I think of the uncertainty that the people living in squalor maybe live with because you have no idea what's coming next, and you have no idea what the government can do to you, and the fact that you're just so low and basically treated as not equal value at all. There's so much uncertainty that surrounds that lifestyle. And these people are just, you know, some people live paycheck to paycheck. They're living moment by moment and they have no idea what's coming next. 
So that would be frightening. So they live in Cleveland. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We st- okay. That <laughs> Sorry, was, Cleveland. That's four times. Yeah. That was, I think we need to move on. That was a low blow. <laughs> but I like we, I like how we're when we're going to talk about in the arts and the the different mediums that we're going to discuss this week, literature, TV, film, and all that stuff. That the idea of of dystopia comes from the fears that the authors and the creators have. Of what the future could be like. Right. We, we see maybe, like they're seeing maybe in the future, this is what things are going to be like if we don't get a hold of it now. And so maybe it's a social commentary on things, trends that, that they see, things are going this certain way. And we need to watch out because if we're not careful, the government's going to take over or there's going to be this post-apocalyptic event that we have started because – we are not controlling things now that we can actually control. Got it. So I Got think, it. I think yeah. that's interesting. Okay, no, that is interesting. I was, actually had to think about that for a second. Yeah. Uh, what What does that mean? Well, well, if if they think that something's possible, that means that we're probably on that path, right? Absolutely. And, you know, it'd be interesting to go back and look at maybe even some older – because there's – like we mentioned, there's a lot of dystopian type fiction and in movies. Well, a lot of those movies are made from books from the books that just recently yeah. came out, like Hunger Games and Divergent, mm-hmm. uh, the Divergent series. Uh, I'm sure that Legend series you were mentioning. The I'm Legend sure series that- it already has a movie deal. Oh, it, it does. It had okay. a movie deal before the first book was even published. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. So I think actually it'd be interesting, and maybe this is something we can do. Uh, if we have time, okay, is wouldn't it be interesting to look back at some of the dystopian literature and movies from a few decades ago, mm. uh, maybe even earlier than that, to right. see has any of those things come to fruition to to some extent? Absolutely, um, that would be interesting to go back and see because. Like some of the early examples, we talked last week about RUR, Rossum's Universal Robots. Yes. And that's one of the earliest examples of a dystopian future. And I would say that that hasn't really come to pass, you know, robots taking over everything. and So it's Robot Week Part 2. Well, no. <laughs> we, we mentioned a natural segue. We so did. So that's we how did. that worked. And then um, there's other examples from – a couple, you know, early 19th century literature. Well, one of the most important ones, I think, is 1984. Absolutely. that That's one of those ones where, man, that's some spooky stuff. And I we're not close to any of that, but are we? <laughs> are, are we? Are, we may be closer than we think. Are we? I mean, with the proliferation of bandwidth... And it becomes cheaper, and the internet gets a farther reach, and then you've got mm. regulation that is being threatened on this open means of communication and connectedness. I don't know. There's some things there that, if we're not careful, right, could really screw us up. And I think I think that's another element, maybe, of dystopia is that it doesn't just happen all of a sudden. No. People, it's a gradual you're, thing. You're lulled into thinking, into being confident, into thinking that everything's okay, but you're not seeing these small changes that have occurred 
And then all of a sudden, oh, what happened? Where? Did, how did we get here? Yeah, I mean, even if there was like a nuclear event, there are there there would still have to be some plan in place somewhere by someone that in the event that something like this occurred, this is where we're going to start. Now, it may not be able to. Oh, of course, the bomb going off overnight, you have a post-apocalyptic. Uh, uh, environment yeah, things would change drastically but, but immediately the, right but not from like a government perspective yeah, the infrastructure still, wouldn't fall right away right but so, you know it's interesting to think somewhere somewhere someone has a plan yeah someone has a plan you sound like you're talking someone from personal experience mm. You have a plan. Are you about to share with us your no, plan? Okay, that's I'm good. Not this what I am going to share with you is that tomorrow is music day. Music day, and we have quite the treat for our audience yeah. that has not been exposed to what we're going to talk about. Which, and exposure is is a is, is a good thing, and it's. I, well, for us, exposure is a good thing because Absolutely. this is audio we want only. To be, we're trying to expose ourselves audioly. That's right. Uh, audi- 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 and tomorrow, we're going to actually wear pants while yeah. we record. Well, I appreciate that because I was going to ask you that. But do you not? Is a toga not appropriate? <laughs> no, it's not no? appropriate. Pants are always the right choice. What about a kilt? Nope, still pants. Even if it's pajama pants, I'm okay with oh, that. Oh, no, you're saying that a toga or a kilt qualifies as pants. Negative. Oh, okay. <laughs> pants only. I'm talking a waist, cuffs. So I need to wear pants. Yeah, I would appreciate I that. Will, I will wear pants tomorrow. Thank you. Join us tomorrow. Right. For Music Day. We'll be here. Episode 7. We are going to talk about some more metal music. If you haven't guessed, we like metal music. We're kind of metal heads. In the meantime, we want to talk to you, and the best way you can do that is hit us up on Twitter. We're at Enthcast or at the website, Enthcast.com. And there's so much more stuff at Enthcast.com. That's where we put the show notes, where we correct all the mistakes that we make. That we make? Well, I How about the mistakes that Josh makes? Yeah, I wasn't going to point just... fingers. Why don't you just say it? This is a team effort. We're in this together. There is no I in team. I know. There is a me. There's a me in team. And mate, you get, wow. I'm, I, that that just came to me. Wow, I wish I hadn't said that out loud. Hey, we want to talk to you. We want to know what your feedback is on our show. And uh, hey, there's no point in us doing this unless we build a community. We, yeah, we want to make friends. We want to talk to you, hear what you want to hear about. We don't want to just be two nerds sitting in a studio talking about dystopia without pants on. Ugh. And I think we need to end here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>